Controlled Chaos with your hosts, Liz and Allie. I'm Liz, the writer. And I'm Allie, the publicist. We are your quintessential 40-something besties who dive headfirst into all things pop culture. Think motherhood, relationships, hot stories taking over your newsfeed, and of course, the latest gripping true crime mysteries. This is Controlled Chaos, your much-needed weekly pop culture juice. Drink Drink up! We're super excited to be here. This is our very first episode. Liz and I have known each other for over 20 years. We started together in the PR industry and we both just found that we had this knack of just chatting about unbelievably exciting, trendy, gossipy topics, but in a very unique, fun way. Yes. And we kind of thought for a while that was just like we had, we spoke our own language, but then we realized this language is sort of, it's transferable. People get get it. They like it. It's funny. We dive deep into everything from like, you know, mysteries and news trends to random things we see on TV to books to relationships. And we're ready to like kind of share share that with all of you. And I call Liz Fold, by the way, and Liz calls me Fold. So if you get confused. Don't even ask why, because we don't know. Don't ask why. There's no, yeah, we don't know why. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I can't help it. I can't either. I don't even know Allie. I don't know who this is. I'm yelling at you. And as you can see, our humor is beginning. Okay. Here it is. You guys are What are we talking about today, Miss Bildy? Okay, guys. We have to talk about The Golden Bachelor. Um, You know, this was the first of its kind. You know, I got to be honest with you. I used to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I was a big Bachelor Paradise fan. Then I kind of stopped for a while, just started getting too monotonous, too just, you know, same old stuff. But then they really flipped this, you know, an older guy, older women, you know, a widower. Like, I was so into this plot. And actually it was Allie Fold who told me to watch it. I was on the fence about it. And then she's like, no, you need to watch it. So I ripped through it. And like, I got up right to the finale. And then I was, and then I caught up to the day the finale came out, which was just what, last week? Yes. And um, I think the reason it captivated me, because I've actually never really watched The Bachelors. I've maybe seen one of the 8,000 seasons that have been out in Fold. I remember you used to watch it religiously when we- All the time. And I used to comment on it. I used to do my Instagram stories commentary on it. I remember. And- um For me, this was one of my first and I found it so captivating and interesting because they're not young people and they didn't get caught up in the gossip and like the obnoxious, you know, he said, she said, lying, cheating, stealing kind of talk. And it was very much like professional, mature, but then it took a turn of feeling too mature. And then Gary started becoming too- G-E-R-R-Y, Gary. (laughs) is named Gary, but spells it. It's Gary. like Jerry, but not. It's very strange. That's a red flag if I've ever heard. I think that's a really, really interesting point you make about the drama, because sometimes I think The Bachelor got too far into like making someone a villain, making something catty. They they made characters, right? And I guess the only example of that was um, Teresa, not Teresa. Teresa's the one who won. Leslie? That, uh, one lady, no, gosh. The one, they they had they had a little beef, remember, for a minute. And then she oh, said yeah, zip I don't know her name. Yep, yep, yep. I don't either. That's ridiculous. But anyway, this that was like the only drama. But I agree with you that it was sort of refreshing not to get caught up in all of that, you know? But she got <laughs> dropped because of that. When she, told, when she told Teresa to zip it, that was her last episode. <laughs> I remember the zip it. That's right. She said zip it. That's right. She was, was she the pickleball one? She won the pickleball with she her teammate was the a captain of the pickleball team. So she looked out. I can't believe I don't remember her name, but um she yes, but she she was she had a little cattiness, but even that, like it that was nothing. It was yeah. just it was nothing compared to, to what it right what it usually is. It got too much, but I'm with you also that it like was this like too mature. And was Gary too like he was so nice, but there's something to me that's looming underneath those eyes. We've said that there's like right. a, 
if there's, there's a darkness beneath, behind the beneath those, there's something there. Like he's too nice, too surfacey is what yeah. I almost would say. And now things are coming out about him. So lo and behold, right, the season ends. And of course, that's when all the all the stuff comes out. They're doing all their rounds of interviews on all the TV shows, right? And all of a sudden, of course, a woman from Jerry, Gary's past. Yeah. <laughs> we should call him Jerry Gary. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry Gary, a woman from Jerry Gary's past named Carolyn or Caroline, I think, which by the way, in this day and age with the internet sleuths that are out there, I mean, how do we not know who pooped on the Delta flight still? How do we not know who this Carolyn woman is? I don't know that. I mean, with, with the internet and phones, I don't right? understand. I mean, it. they're solving yes. like some of the most like world's unbelievable crimes. Remember Gabby Petito and all the sleuths that came out for that? Oh, we have so much to get in with that. Well, so well, much next, that. Another episode. That's another episode. That, that's <laughs> all, you guys should know, listeners, that Gabby Petito is sort of what started this, yes. started it all. We were like yes. in a group chat about that for weeks, but anyway, yes. continue. Because it boggles our mind. We, we want to yes. understand how people act this way. So back to Gary. Okay. It's not like someone just coming out and saying, you know, Gary lied on TV. Okay. Yes, he did lie right he he apparently has he did an interview actually with the view before the show came out where he talks about how he wonders if he'll ever be happy again and ever find love again but in reality i read an article online the other day fold that he was on a vacation with a woman when yes i read that i read that too and you know not that i fault the guy for dating a little bit you know after he that totally makes sense after he loses his wife especially there's statistics that show that like when you're in a long companionship like that you even more so need to find something else but why the secrets about it why like is he it kind of reminds me and like again i'm not going to get off topic but it reminds me because i just finished the britney book which i love to talk about too Mm. how she played up like her virginity for a while like oh that was played up but like, why? She, she even talked about that in her book. It's same with Gary. It's like, you don't, he's trying to come off very innocent and very like, there's nothing wrong with you dating after your wife died. No. But why did you keep that in? Why was there such a, like a gag order on that? And not why just can you have said it, in, but blatantly say on TV, I have not kissed another woman. I have not gone on another date. I have, he, I have not, not, not. He used it to like, in a way, bond with these women almost. Yes. You know what I mean? I think, to like lure them in. I think what's even worse for me is it's not just that she came out and said he's lying. It's what she said. And I'm going to read the transcript right here. She said that he would make her pay for dinner dates, but that when he wanted to go out to dinner with her, he wanted to look like a big man. So he would pay the whole tab at the restaurant, but he'd ask her for money that she, he asked her to pay $850 a month while living together and to to pay toward every bill that he also uh, commented on her physical appearance after she gained 10 pounds and didn't want her to go to his high school reunion. This is a guy that was on the Golden Bachelor saying he doesn't connect with the younger women and he wants an older woman and he's so not shallow totally. and he's so not surface. But the worst and most alarming claim was that she said he had a Jekyll and Hyde personality and it showed a different side of him and that he was 14 years older than her. So these are not just like, oh, I had a girlfriend. You know? I, I I agree with you. I know people come out of the woodwork, but I agree with everything that woman's saying. There's such a darkness behind his eyes. And you bring up a really good segue. Let's talk about the ending because he was all about Leslie. Okay. Leslie and him had a great time in the fantasy bang suite. I mean, that's the, really what it is. Like, that's just how strange that is. It's basically yeah. like at the very end, you have sex with both these women back to back and like- very- polygamous in general right like you're dating it's, all it's super it's super weird them. like and like as a longtime bachelor how do you get over that it's usually with four women okay you have like Ooh. four women in the fantasy bang suites and you just like okay who do I have the best sex with and that person yeah. that person wins 
but you could tell like Leslie, Leslie got him. Like, I mean, you know, she's like this striptease dancer. I'm sure they had an amazing time in there. And he was all about her. And then Teresa comes along with her big paying job and whoop. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's everything you're saying with like the money and all this stuff. And something's weird there. He, he saw dollar signs. He saw dollar signs. She better get a prenup. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I in think January, right? On TV, they're doing, and you know what? I never trust that either. When they want to do like oh. a, because he's probably, I mean, he's getting paid for that. They're getting paid for that, obviously, a lot. They pay, they're doing their wedding live, bachelor, whatever. And well, as, um, a, as a, not as a veteran in the bachelor world, how, because I haven't cut, I just remember that one with Trista and Ryan or something. They're and still together. They're right. one of like the, they're like, and they did a TV, they, they are like the anomaly. Okay. They did a TV okay. wedding. They did. And it was amazing. And they've been married for like, I mean, I want to say like 15 years. They're like, she was the first bachelorette ever. I remember. And and they were so wholesome and sweet. And so, and they're still together. They've got right. kids. They seem actually genuinely happy. But I have like this theory. Usually they, when you do like these live weddings, it's just like what happened to Nick and Jessica on the newlyweds. Side note, that was such a good show. Um, like, But when you do a show and you kick off like that, it usually goes the other way, except for Tristan and Ryan. So with this, but this goes to your point, Fold. He wants the big, he wants the big restaurant right? He wants the big tab. He wants the big broadcast wedding. He wants Teresa's money. That's my feeling on it. And I, I don't. But why does he want her money? Because he said in an interview also that he, his restaurant career, even though it wasn't all like, you know, cool and showy how they made it sound like he was flipping burgers at the end of the day, but he said it was very lucrative and that he was able to per- buy a house and on the water. What's he going to say? It's like, my like business sucks. Well I, mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, that's a good point. Why would you, you not might be doing that? fine? I'm not saying the guy's like, you know, in debt or anything like that. But I just had this feel like he did such and don't get me wrong. The bachelor does a really good job. They're pros. It, you know, I mean, it's reality TV, but it's also kind of not, they show you like they lead you one way right. to flip it. Right. So we don't really know if him and Tracy had this amazing time in the fantasy bank suite, but they really made it seem like him and Leslie. And, he, and you saw in his face, it was like, and she was right when she lost it that time in the hotel room. Everything she said was right. Like he was just like, it's you. I love you. Like, so I want to quote this actually, because she actually went on a podcast. I think it was just a couple of days ago and word for word, she said, and you could feel the phoniness here. She said, he made plans with me for the future. He said, save the date. This is what we're going to do. I can't wait for us in two more days. We'll be done with this and be together and start our life. Did he say, will you marry me? No, but he all but said that. And I would have just been happy with an I love you, but he took it to a different level. That's what I'm saying. I believe it. I believe that. He seems a little two-faced to me. I don't buy the kind, sweet widower act because of the lying he did about his dating. Because of, I, I don't. There's something, there's a darkness behind those eyes, behind those baby blue eyes. He's a so very good looking older man. Might we call him a narcissist? And I say this because I found this really gross when Katie Cork and others have questioned him about this now past that has come out in this expose that was written by, I think, the New Yorker, right? He said, I guess I would say this. I dated a number of women. So then it becomes an issue of how you define if you're in a relationship or not. I guess like any guy, I had a number of dates and it was one or two. He then added, it it really didn't matter about the long-term relationship that lasted a couple of years. I want to focus on what's going on now. Like yeah. how rude is that to a woman that you dated for two or three, like what kind of person, yeah. a, a, a normal non-narcissistic person that truly has empathy would be like, listen, we've all done things in the past. We've all said things. I, I really, really feel bad if I've hurt anybody's feelings, you know? Yes. 
you at least I was new to, I was new to right? dating. I hadn't dated since I was like a kid. I just, you know, I'm still new. That Out of high school, married, sex. right. It's, yes. it's weird. Someone else also commented too that like almost, and I don't know what's real, right? We don't know what claims are real and not real yet for the most part, other than this woman that came out. And also, why would she come out and say these things if they're not real? Like she's not even saying- I know, she's, she's not got nothing to gain from it. And you know, right. a lot of people do that. And I'm always just like, yeah, right. But this time I agree with you. I'm like, why would she, like, what, why? Well, I have the same thought process too with things like, and this is just totally, and this is how you and I operate, right? But like the Michael Jackson stuff, for instance, why would those two men that were in that HBO doc come out of that and lie? What would they be gaining about talking about such horrific acts that they endured during their childhood and adulthood? But People they were suing his estate. They're lying for fame. What? They are suing. I think they, at least Wade Robson, wasn't he suing the estate? I mean, some of that, I'm not, I, first of all, let me just be clear that I do think that that happened. Um, oh, but I have like- Not even a question. Um, yeah, not a question. I, I'm not doubting that at all. Yeah. I just mean that like, they're also suing the estate. So like, that's sort of what they have to gain as far as like, but I don't think any of that's a lie at all. And, but, the, and the amount of money and time that would be spent to sue the estate. It's not like he's just going to get money overnight. So oh, no, that's going to take forever. I mean, everything's yeah. tied up. But like, so that it's, yes. what do these people have to gain? What is this Carolyn? Uh, I don't think Carolyn has anything to gain. And I think everything she's saying in my mind lines up with what I think about it. I mean, really? I don't know. I know it's all objective, but I agree with her. I see it. I feel it. I, he's, he's, I know. he's just got some stuff. So let's, let's, let's kind of wrap this up with two notes. One is, do we feel that this is good press or bad press for The Golden Bachelor? And is this something that could then make people excited for another season or be kind of grossed out? I don't know if this is going to be something they can, can, can continue. I think this was a novelty item. Uh, I think it was a good one. I think they needed to turn this, the franchise around a bit. I mean, it was just getting the same old guy, same old, you know, situation. It was very, I stopped watching. It was getting boring. And boring. it's still going, right? I mean, they, they yeah. teased the they have a new season. Bachelor, yes, right. they have a new season coming up. It was just getting super boring and the same redundant. But I think, I don't know if this is going to keep going. I, 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 you know what I mean? This seems like to me like a one-off, but I could be wrong. I mean, or if they do that, they're going to keep going and do like an old person version of Bachelor in Paradise because that would be pretty funny. Wait, so I what mean, is Bachelor Paradise? What's the difference? Bachelor in Paradise is the best. That one's my favorite. It's when they take all old contestants from like, you know, seasons, all seasons, and they put them oh, all together on a, on a beach in Mexico. And it's just like hookups and dramas galore, but some long lasting relationships have formed. I mean, you don't know who these people are, but Kaylin Miller Keys and Dean, they met there. He they, he dumped her on the show. They got back together. They're, they're married now. Like it's kind of, I like the way it's set up better. It's like you basically put all these attractive people together and they just kind of see what matches. There's no like date. I mean, you can, there's dates. You go on dates, but it's just like a mishmash and it's just way more fun. I, it's, it's the best. It's, you should give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. And I also want to know what you think. Do you think there's going to be a golden bachelorette? And Leslie is in talks potentially, right? Which oh, you know what? Quite some yes. redemption. I could totally see Leslie, them doing that. A golden bachelorette with Leslie. That would yeah. that would be smart. That'd be smart. She'd be good at it too. And I think they should do that. So much shit about Gary. Jerry, Gary. Gary, I'm in yeah. love with you, Gary. <laughs> Jerry Gary. I think they will do that. I think they absolutely, that's a great thought and it's going to happen. She's going to be the the bachelorette, golden bachelorette for sure. They have to do, like they kind of have to do a golden bachelorette. They can't just do one. Yeah. Yeah. It feels wrong to just do one side. It feels wrong. But then that might be it for that. Yeah. And then I was thinking too, like, because I know in the golden bachelor, they had all the women bunking together in rooms. How do they do that with the men in general? Do they bunk the men, together? In rooms? The men in the bachelor? Yeah, they're all like roommates and stuff. They just put them in like these like when they're in their seventies, the men are gonna do that. Oh, the women didn't seem to mind, but 
Oh, I know that's right. The old man. <laughs> weird. Do they do they see each other's old junk? Probably. I mean, guys love that. About, like, geriatric like, problems. Like, they get their old peepees out and just wave them around, flip them about. Little sword fights. <laughs> Yeah, Can they still pee or do about. they have incontinence? Oh God. I peepees everywhere. Them. I mean, I, they're going to share rooms and just have an old man peepee war. And they're all going to have like their Viagra. I mean, come on. It's going to happen. Okay. Did Gary not have the fakest teeth you've ever seen? Very veneer. Very, yes. And people are commenting about like his ears were pinned back and his fake tan. And I'm like. Yeah, what? like he was, he's attractive, but he definitely like had some fake. I was to fooled. It. I was fooled in the beginning. I remember messaging you going, this man is amazing. And then like after a few episodes, I'm like, wait a second. This just. He just, he seemed there's something unnatural about it. I couldn't yeah. put my finger on it. Just something about him near the end where I'm like, you don't, come out. Like, I have a feeling. you don't seem like you're really like, getting to the core of who you are. Like, I, don't know the, I don't feel like I don't even know who this guy is still. I know, you know but I, mean? I kind of find it endearing that he had these like two daughters and two granddaughters and they're all like surrounding yeah. him love. And that made me be like, oh, he is a good guy. So listen, we're, we're all yeah, about. Might be. It's okay to, to. I don't think he's like a like a psychopath. I just think no, there's more there than meets the eye. There's more there than meets the eye deception and that's that narcissistic side that comes out right where you're just like really maybe he's completely unaware of what he's doing and thinks it's normal and then Teresa really thinks about all this I would love to know what she thinks about it I mean I I I feel like she's probably just like whatever but I don't know I mean maybe this is shaking her up a little bit especially the money stuff she doesn't even know him I mean she doesn't that's the thing that's the thing. Don't know. The they don't, you marry someone you know in six weeks. Let's just get to the core of that. I mean, it's not exactly common. And, they and you're dating the love of my life and things like that. And it's like, yes, and you're dating multiple people at one time. It's, it's, fractions of these working out are very low. You Agreed. know, and even when you're older, you think you'd have like things move faster, I'm sure, but it's still fast. Six weeks. I'm very it's curious very to see fast. what's going to happen with them. Yeah, I'm very curious to see if it lasts. And you know what? Maybe when you're older and it's companionship, it's a little bit easier to mitigate. That's what I mean. They both have had these long relationships. They're they're just looking for someone to have some fun with. They're in their right. golden years. I, I don't think you need the same things you need when you're like marrying someone in your 30s. You know, they're not looking to have kids. I also they have their families. Planning to move to Charleston. Did you see that? No, they are. That they want to move to Charleston. I'm assuming South Carolina, which I think oh. is actually kind of cute. That'd be nice lovely. Home. What a lovely place to retire on Teresa's dime. Right. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. This was our very first episode. We thank you for listening at whatever daytime, whatever you're doing, jogging, grocery shopping, feeding your Put baby. Put us on while you're running your errands. That's, a, that's what we do. So. so thank you guys so much. And we'll talk to you soon. 